This podcast you're about to listen to is a controlled experiment using trained intellectual monkeys. The following episode is one of the infinite debates these monkeys have had. Remember that these are the opinions of real monkeys and may not reflect the opinions of the highly trained human scientists in charge. And most importantly, no monkeys were harmed in the making of this podcast. <laughs> we should we should keep all the notes that we ever write down. And just send these hmm. to people. No, 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 even better, even better. Sign them. We we formulate them into a book <laughs> and just sell the book oh, of podcast notes being like you mean like one page? Like 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 just one person's notes and one podcast would be one page. Yeah. Just even if it's like three words. Yeah. It'd be like a poetry book. Yeah. That would be a neat poetry book. Because like some of the stuff we got on here. Metrics, extreme, being acceptance of the other side. Nice. Like <laughs> uh, it vaguely rhymes okay that's what i'm like cool there's some creative shit going on here okay, that okay. people would probably be like oh my god <laughs> my notes would be or my my poem would be passion good speaker <laughs> pizza <laughs> yes Gunner, hit us up with some sick piano music. Go. That's my voice, but that's I could play that on piano. So it is uh, Tuesday, November thirteenth, at the seventeenth hundredth hour. Present our three infinite monkeys, Teo, Gunner, and Tyler, and this is experiment zero eleven. A discussion on ahoy hoy, ahoy hoy. <laughs> To take an emotional baseline reading, how's everyone doing today? You didn't say what the discussion was on. Free will. You said ahoy hoy. It's on ahoy hoy. Because I say so. Tay, how are you doing today? How am I doing today? I am doing, I am doing well. I am here with the two of you guys in person. Yeah, not just artificially through technology. So how was London, California? It was, it's starting to get really cold. It's, it's getting up to um, about 70 degrees. That made no sense. Fahrenheit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> what is that in Celsius? I actually like... Maybe like, like 20? 20? Yeah, 20 to 25, somewhere in there. Oh my God. We're actually... We're making progress. Because when... Like, I know my dad probably doesn't even know what metric for 70 is at all. <laughs> I don't even know what the... Like, I couldn't even figure out what Celsius... Wait, are you Celsius. saying that ignorance of being able to convert... Um, <laughs> no. two different systems is progress well we're starting to antiquate the imperial system yeah, okay. a little bit which is nice it's a step right yep. makes more sense to have tens next step is clocks they gotta fucking be tens it's 21 degrees celsius by the way is it yeah 70 oh. degrees fahrenheit All okay right. well so you you win there gonna why would i say i think he's at 20 oh yeah you win price is right rules 
Yep. Oh, shit. Go over. Not getting. Yeah. You get to choose the topic for today. I already chose. It's Will. Yeah. Is it Will or is it not Will? Freedom of which. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Free Will. It's a topic that I, I'm. <clears throat> I. I I have obviously like the knee jerk reaction of just deciding what I think about free will, but I've never really like discussed it in depth. So it's something cool. that I'm pretty interested to interested to kind of talk about with you guys. I'm just ready to fight today, just so you're aware. Hey, oh, if 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 that's how you are free, you're free to will that. I don't know how to work that into talking. You're free to do that, man. I'm ready for some fisticuffs. So where's this? Where's so? So what is what is your hypothesis on free will? Hmm. Well, uh, just jumping into it, I kind of I have this hunch just because I I think that I do it, but I feel like I have free will, and I'm putting right. a lot of qualifiers on that. Like I feel like I have free will, um, but I don't know. I'm kind of on the side that I think that free will does exist, and a lot of uh, scientists typically aren't of that thinking. A lot of scientists um, typically are more determinists, famous ones being like Einstein. These are very determinist people. And, and in, in science, the prevailing attitude uh, is that we don't have free will. Which, gasp. which yeah, a gasp, I think. That even just pondering that for a second, what does that mean not to have free will? Like, mm-hmm. it's it has in, incredible implications, and yeah, it'd be it'd be neat to talk about those. Cool. What about you, Tail? I feel well, like you and I differ on this. Possibly, it'd be a little it, bit. It'd be interesting to to go into this. Uh, I think I think the question that I have initially is, well, like, what is will? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, before we could decide whether or not uh, it's free um what is it i guess is it the uh just sort of feeling of oomph that you get when you when you do something like mm, i want to do this this is like i don't even know how to talk about it <laughs> yeah i think so for the context of this i think free will um what will is who will is where's will going I think that uh, when it comes down to it, it's just a question of choice and whether or not we have sovereignty over our choices or if whether it's a case of we're um, kind of debris in a wave and we're subject right. to uh, subject to kind of the whims and the and whatever is going on, whatever randomness pre predisposed your condition. All of these factors are making it so that together you're constrained to such a point that your choice doesn't matter and you essentially don't have a choice right so okay so will essentially is choice so free will i think would be freedom to choose whatever you want in any given scenario or or whatever is within your power to do right and uh, underlying it is is i think a sense of identity too because there's like there's something choosing there's like someone or some self or some person choosing so what is the self (laughs) (laughs) 
what do you think, Tyler? You've been like swaying and staring off of the distance. <laughs> I'm in a very odd mood today. <laughs> um, the entire the entire time I was qu- I, I was I was trying to uh, not interrupt everyone by saying that free will is for equal payments of four ninety nine at patreon.com slash <laughs> but uh I, I i i'm of the camp of that uh it's a, it's 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 tough because I'm, 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 I'm two camps and i think it de- and i almost want to say it depends on the person because uh, there I, I can see a scenario firstly I'll, i should say that i think that everyone has the capacity of free will um a lot of people do not use their capacity for free will right and they don't um and 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 they want to conform to whatever uh societal construct they're in um so for example if there are scenarios um, whereby you could be a, um, so, 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 so for example, there's a lot of examples of people who are, um, of minority groups and they constantly believe that all their problems and all their issues are due to, um, systemic oppression. And while that could be true to some capacity, they're so stuck in, this idea that they do not have free will because it's all this systemic systemic oppression that they never break out of it whereby there's people mm. in those same minority groups who can who 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 have found their who haven't made excuses or haven't or or and they might have been with those people at some point but eventually found their way and have flourished and you know while the system might have hindered them a bit. They they they, they didn't make that the be end the be all right. end all of it, and they broke out of that. Um, so they got locked into a kind of a, univariate thinking, like yeah, the like all my problems are due to this one factor, and I can't change that. So I'm stuck here. Yeah, and um, the other like another good example that I find is that when you have um, students who are uh, not even necessarily like, like not, I'm not talking necessarily like education students, but I'm talking about like people where there's a dynamic of power um, being that someone is supposed to be more knowledgeable than you or higher up than you. Um, people, while they might disagree with what that person's doing, they, they don't ever act upon that disagreeance. Um, so there's a lot of times where, um, uh, people will, I'll, I'll, I'll overhear people ranting or they'll be talking to me and they're, they're ranting or they're talking about something and they're talking about how X, Y, Z person is being so ignorant or so dumb or so whatever. And, and then it's kind of like, well, um, or, 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 you know, I would have done it this way. Make it, then making me do it this way is stupid. I'm like, well, you, are you going to do it their way? Well, yeah. And they say, well, yeah. Well, then you don't have free will because you're because you think you have a better way to do it, but you're not in, using your ability to have free will 
to mm. actually break out of that scenario of doing your own thing. So I think that I think that like in 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 a science community, I I would say that the 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 deterministic nature of like Einstein, I I think that's more of a, possibly religious, if I'm not mistaken. Like that that's like that's like a there's my being, my existence has a fate to it. Like it's already predetermined, right? That's determinism. Yeah, kind of. It's it's like where <clears throat> you just kind of like I was saying, you, you're you're subject to whatever happened in the past, and all of those uh, add up to just constraint. Life is a determinic de- deterministic system. So, yeah. But, yeah. So, and 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 I and and I will agree with that, but not under like the 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 the. But not under the way that I think most people would take that, where it's like you know your your end point is determined, because I think that science is deterministic in in the sense of if you, the system is designed that way, whereby all your thought has to be backed up by previous thought or supported by previous thought, and it is very very hard to break out of that thought, and usually you will get punished for it. Um, so, for example, uh, if so, for example, there is someone who was, this is probably about a month ago, a couple of weeks ago, where someone was studying uh, Alzheimer's disease. And for since pretty much Alzheimer's diseases existed, because literally I think Alz, Dr. <clears throat> Dr. Alzheimer uh, actually made the observation was when you take a patient and you, with early onset Alzheimer's disease, and you cut their brain open, you have these deposits of... Um, proteins in the brain that are very uh, that are un- not necessarily unique but they're but they're more abundant than in a normal healthy brain um, and he drew them in like 1901 or something and so pretty much since 1901 everyone's been like well these are these are the these are, these are the things that look different from every other brain hmm. so clearly this is what's the issue it's what's causing uh, it yeah. and people have been struggling with that for a se- over a century and we have basically removed them from brains and people don't get better. And there's a bunch of nuances to that that I won't get into, you know, what could be the reasoning for that. But the, the, the thing is for a long time, if you ever tried to hypothesize anything different than that, your entire, you would basically be tanking your own career. So for example, two weeks ago, there was someone who kept, um, proposing something to do with that um, uh, bacteria. Um, I think it's external bacteria, so bacteria in the environment um, have can cause some sort of dementia in humans. And he was hypothesizing that that dementia, which dementia is a symptom of memory loss and behavioral right. differences, um, that that change is due to bacteria in your environment and he constant and i think for his entire career for about 20 20 30 years he was applying for grants to do this and everyone just said no that's you're crazy like no one no one has supported this idea no one's researched this idea our idea is right it's what's been working on for 100 years why are you changing it we're not giving you any money and this, and, and this person who technically is trying to elicit their free will is just being tanked career-wise because he can't get any grants, so he can't do any research, so he can't become a, a full-fledged professor in a university. True. And I think it was um, 
two weeks ago or so, he got his funding, but he also got an award for it. Um, and like, like, and like, or two weeks ago, I think he got his award, but like a couple of years ago, he got the funding for it. And I can't remember what the award is. And, and, and like my knee jerk is, I want to say it was, um, some sort it was, it was some sort of procedure award that I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but basically this guy for 20 years, basically telling you're the worst researcher ever. You ha- you get no money. And then say in 2014, someone gave him a quarter of a million dollars and now he has won several scientific awards for showing very well um, the contributions that external bacteria have on the progression of Alzheimer's disease. Mm-hmm. So in that scenario, no, you, unless you want to tank your life, you don't have free will. Yeah. So those are like examples of like, I guess systems would be constraining your choices and being those kind of predisposing factors to forcing you into choosing a career that like isn't looking into bacteria or, or like if you're a minority who feels that they've been victimized or whatever, like you were saying before, um, that might predispose you to just not try, right? Because like right. the the system almost conditions you to not believe in yourself. Maybe does that make sense? Kind of, yeah. yeah. So, uh, like, yeah. So those are those are good examples of of that. Um, I think that there's also really enormous ethical implications in in whether or not people decide to have free will or not. So I think there was some, I I don't know what, probably Sweden. Um, (laughs) (laughs) There was some study came out and, and so they, they had told children. um, Oh, I don't, I don't really remember the study that well, but essentially it, what it came down to was children, um, were given a, a choice. And one of those choices was to, I think it was like peek under a box or something like that, um, and, and cheat at, at their given assignment. And in one scenario, um, <clears throat> they were, they were told that there was an invisible person in the room. And in another, there was, they weren't told that. So those are kind of your control and your, your placebo. Um, so these children who, who were told that there's like some invisible person or like something's going to happen if they were to, uh, choose to break these rules, um, uh, then they would, uh, um, butchering this. So then, yeah, they would choose whether or not they would have that choice, whether or not to cheat. And then, um, they inserted free will into it by saying, was it there was an invisible person? Oh, I'm butchering this so bad. Can you bring that up, Jamie? Mm. <laughs> yes, yes, Gunnar, what do, we want? What do you want me to bring uh, up? There's some uh, study, I can't remember. It's this uh, children are in a room and they're given a choice and they're told that there's like an invisible person. Guys, I'm so stoked. I legitimately looked up study invisible man Sweden and it was, and it was Swedish. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Fuck yeah, Sweden. Um, holy, okay. Uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, like it's Swedish, it's a Swedish lab. It's gotta be with children. With children? Yeah. Children. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me, let me take the Sweden now just to make sure. I'm, 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 I think I biased that search result. I'm Sweden in there. 
But like while he while he gets that up, Jamie, um, the 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 implication of the study was when they when they gave the children the choice and told them that they had like a freedom of free will or something like that, then they were more likely to cheat. Like that was kind of their their study is when huh. you and I can't remember. I think it was Dennett. Who's that bearded guy? Like yep. old. Is that Dennett? He was talking about this. And so I was like, oh, he must know what he's talking about. Um, And so it was kind of like, as soon as you gave them uh, this freedom, then they would cheat. I think maybe it was that they were like told there was an invisible person and then removed it or something. Fuck, I can't remember. Yeah. What would their choice be? Uh, It was to be like, one was to just like, not do something right, okay. and then the other was a choice to like actively do something that was like like look under the box bad. like look under the box right. yeah and they're like oh don't look under the box right so once they once it so once they were told okay now you don't have like you don't have free will uh then the children are more likely to yeah so that was sorry that was the whole conclusion was that right. i didn't even say that uh once the children were told that they don't have free will they were more likely to look under the box and cheat. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I see. So, so when you when you when you remove the idea of free will from children, at least in that context, whether or not they're going to cheat, they're more likely to cheat when they don't think they have free will. So, to me, that's a really really strong argument that we do have free will because it's statistically affected by whether or not you know something. I don't totally understand. That. Like, so they i guess that's kind of deterministic because if you don't know it see this is why this is interesting <laughs> so like once they had the the choice removed they sort of pushed back back against what they were told to do isn't that pretty much what the they were just more showed? seditious they lied more they were more mischievous okay they like chose the wrong option like societally but they knew what the they knew what the right option was right? yes okay. yeah and so they were more likely to do the yeah, they're more likely to do the bad thing because they were told that they, they don't have free will. Yeah, right. So I thought that that was very interesting, and I hope you can get that article up because I really hope to describe it a bit better. There's two different um, experiments, which I'm 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 thinking this is the right experiment, but like legitimately, I'm bring I have to bring up like what is the psychological like what is the actual psychology experiment. Um, and the first one looked like it was college students doing a math exam. Um, Sounds like fun. And then where it was like, if I summarize it very quickly, um, the first one was they were writing an electronic math exam. And then after a certain amount of time, they were told that the computer, the computer program had a glitch in it, whereby all the answers would appear. And to make the answers not appear, you have to hit the space bar or something like that <laughs> was how they proposed it. Um, and then they did some sort of, and then their conclusion to that was, if you felt like you had free, like your 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 life wasn't predetermined, you wouldn't hit the space bar. So the people who felt like their life was determined, they just hit the space bar, was apparently the extrapolation they made. I'm not entirely sure how that ends up working. Yeah. But they do have a second experiment. Um, which doesn't were participants. Let me just read this. Participants, participants were randomly assigned to one of five conditions in which three of, of three of which cheating was possible in the cheating possible condition. 
Participants arrived at the laboratory in groups of two to five, but were immediately shown to individual corrals where they performed all tasks individually. This arrangement promoted the sense of anonymity, which was relevant for the cheating opportunity. This is very, okay. That's not really telling me what they had to do. Um, this is great podcast material right here. <laughs> uh, well, it's not really that yeah. important. I guess I can't find it either on my phone. But like, basically, what Gunner's saying is a line that's never happened. Yeah, so we can just edit all that out. <laughs> um, fuck, I really wish I could find that that article because he cites it, and that guy's pretty pretty reputable. Wouldn't this be insane if this actually was a very poor citation? It never actually happened, and you that didn't could be check cool. your facts. Yeah, that, <laughs> that could would be. be. But I the think... guy totally Infinite Monkey podcast everyone. Maybe, but I think that the oh, I'm like cutting out weirdly. Oh, back in. Um, I think that the 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 matter of the issue is are people so if people are given the idea that they do have free will or that they don't have free will. If they think that their their like choices are determined, they're more likely to just choose the wrong one, like choose the bad option. Well, but that I mean, whether whether or not someone is aware of their free choice or not non free choice, um, that doesn't really affect the, whether or not they actually have free choice. The the issue that I have with how that's how like with look, looking at this quick study and looking how you're describing it. Basically, the weird thing that I'm having is that you're, you're, you're essentially saying that there is, you're given a scenario, and in this scenario, the participants of the study have the opportunity to cheat or not cheat. That's essentially what I've seen in all these examples mm -hmm. and what you've said. Yeah. And somehow from there, they extrapolate that if you cheat, you're more you believe more deterministically, and if you don't cheat, you believe you have free will. The cohorts who are are conditioned to believe that their choices are determined are more likely to cheat which is which is which is versus if if you if, if you're told that you do have tr like a choice and you do have free will then you're less likely to cheat because you then the idea i think is you then have to take ownership with your actions versus well, my actions are, I'm just this driftwood in the sea and I'm just being, I'm predetermined to wash up on this beach. That, that to me, like, I, I, I get what they're trying to go for, but like my own personal beliefs make that such a dirty experiment because, why? because, and, and, and it's, it's, pro just it's probably why it doesn't sit well with me because the context. it's because, it's because to me, if I had like, and I, and I generally, um, on a day-to-day -day basis, very actively um, use my right of free will because I pretty much constantly get yelled at for being insubordinate. Um, and in if I was in that scenario, I can guarantee you that I would cheat. And the reasoning is, is that it I don't think that cheating is a moral. Um, but they didn't say like some of the people who believed in free will still were cheating. Yeah, but 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 like but like to make to to make an extrapolation between 
you know, you, you, you primed these people to go one way or the other, or, or you met, like you can't, to me, it's because the issue that I have is you can't necessarily measure free will and, and you can prime people one way or the other. Well, see, that's what they're trying to do is measure free will, whether we have it. Well, that, I don't, I don't see how like the, like behaving as if behaving, um, uh, yeah, as, as if you believe that you have free will is different from actually having free will. I <laughs> like there are different questions. Like, um, if you think that you have free will, um, that's that is totally independent of you actually having free will. So I, I, I don't really understand how like these experiments can have anything to say about actually having free would they be completely independent or would they overlap a bit oh i'm just saying that there's an ethical implication in whether or not we decide there is free will they would or be not. independent so 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 sorry be, be, i'm not i'm not necessarily using this to argue whether or not there is free will i'm just saying that there's huge ethical implications whether or not we decide there is free will somehow okay Okay, as, as long as we can yeah, stick sorry. that up. Yeah, because, because I was, I was like, trying not to make that... No, sorry, if I made that sound like it was... That's not free will. Just um, to analogize, it's like um, believing that God exists and then like God actually existing. Like yeah, it, no, no. Uh, it, okay. So, so like that, that's just like... Um, it, it's, it's, there's, there's ethical implications into whether or not we have free will, which is or at least the belief in whether or not we have free will, which is really, I think, interesting. And, and at least in Dan Dennett, you fucker, if you didn't cite your sources, uh, from what he said, it was in children. And so it would be a more pure example. But if I, I guess, psychologically pure, I don't know if that's true. Fuck, I'm not a psychologist. But yeah, if that exp it expands onto people as a whole, extrapolates onto people as a whole, then you could almost argue that people who believe that they like, ob this is almost a obvious conclusion. People who don't believe that they have choice are more likely to just break laws and, and do awful things and, and use that as an excuse as, Oh, well, I, I don't have, um, I don't have will. I, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I was determined to be a serial killer and stuff like that, which I also brings up a really interesting question. Like if, if we are just determined to do whatever we're determined to do, where do serial killers and all that stand, right? Like I have a I have a weird hypothesis here. And at least this is this is this is my <laughs> this is my fourteen year old me talking. Um I, I the 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 extrapolation that and I can I can under I can understand it to an extent. Um if you wanted to, um, if you want to propose that if you believe, if you believe that your life is predetermined, you're more likely to commit crimes in a way. I almost think that the opposite can also be true because if you have free will, then you don't care in a, like, not that you don't care, but you, you understand that there's nothing between you sitting there me going downstairs, grabbing a knife and shanking in the face. Like I, I can do that. Yeah. But yeah. So like, I, I don't even think you can really make the, 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 the moral there or like any extrapolation from free will makes you a bad person. Free will makes you a good person. Um, because I think that 
if I had free will, I know that I'm free to legitimately hurt people in any capacity I see fit. But how do you know that? Right? Because like, I can do it. But can you? Yes. Or were you just pre-programmed to do it? Because we're having this conversation and I've cued you to go downstairs and grab a knife and kill me to prove a point, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, I, well, well, it's kind of, it's kind of like, to me, that's, that's kind of silly. Like, you, I, ha I have to do it to show that I have the free will. Exactly, right? Is that the case? I mean, I mean can I just change the point? Like, I'll deck you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't have to do something so, like, outwardly violent. Like, you could, like, pat me on the back or... Give me a salt I mean, water I can coffee. do that. I can do that. Like, because there's a difference between there's a difference between like to me there's a difference between free will and then rationally wanting to do something. Because yes, I could deck you in the face. Like I will deck you in the face if you really want to go down this route. I will deck you in the face. But like that would hurt my hand. I don't want to. I I I I I I. I there's nothing in my body that makes me want to cause you pain. But yeah, so you can imagine another person in a different body predisposed, predisposed to um, deck gunners and faces um, in when prompted. Generic me's. Because I, because I think the like the the the, and and in a way is the ultimate. Wouldn't the ultimate test of free will basically be like I don't know, like because because you have this you have this weird scenario whereby. You, 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 in a way, you could say, well, you don't have free will because the only reason why you're, you're not hurting someone is because there is some sort of consequence from doing that. Whether that's just, I don't have a podcast buddy. This is because I just killed my colleague. <laughs> um, or I'm going to jail or I'm being punished in some sort of capacity for that action. Do, is if if the reason why I'm not doing it is because there's some consequence that I don't want to experience, does that automatically make that that I don't have free will, or do I have to, or does that scenario then have to be happen in a scenario where I don't have consequence? Because if there's no consequence to the scenario, that's really the only scenario whereby the free will argument even makes sense. So then, in video games, when you're ready to just head out, like how would you test that how would you just do you go out and start chopping wood for 17 hours because i legitimately do that <laughs> like i like i just want to figure out this game from the life of a peasant from the eyes of a peasant and that's kind of like an idea of like a consequence free world right so i in a consequence free world i'll do whatever the hell i want in a consequence free world i choose to be a peasant and chop wood <laughs> <laughs> but like so is that an exercise of free will is that me choosing this or am i just predisposed to go and chop wood because i don't know like what drives me to do that i don't know if i spend 17 hours but a solid hour <laughs> isn't like the main way that we would um determine whether free will is determined or will is determined is just by predicting behavior like this person has like, like we construct some model that allows us to predict you know with like 99.9% .9 accuracy like this person has these genes or whatever I'm not a biologist um, and so 
you know, we predict that that person will become a serial killer in 17.5 years, and then they become a serial killer in 17.5 years. Oh, I have a very personal story about that. If you never heard it, I've oh, never talked about that. The, this is this, the, it, it, my name, <laughs> comma serial killer. I have a story about that. If you never heard that, I've not talked about the yeah, podcast. Yeah, let's hear about that. That sounds like a good um, story. So, <laughs> I mean, should we talk about that on the podcast? Serial killer, <laughs> Tyler. It, it doesn't even matter. Um, so like like we've and, already and, talked and, about and this it. is and this is probably where a lot of my my my, my really kind of interesting um thoughts came up um through my adulthood and through, definitely through my childhood um because if if you make the idea of do is free will just can you determine people's behavior beforehand i have a very very strong disposition to say that no under no circumstance can you technically ever make a model that will model human behavior. And this is why um, a lot of the times your psychology, you have to make this, have to make the, you know, the correlation is not equal causation statement. Because um, psychology can try its best to understand how someone's going to respond to a scenario, but it, you can never extrapolate it to everyone. You can extrapolate to some sort of system um potentially like for example if you're if you're in a bunch of if you're in a slave camp with a bunch of miners miners being like people with pickaxes not like miners as in kids yes um <laughs> and and if if they stopped working they got shot for example yeah you could probably make the extrapolation that they don't have free will because you're not gonna have a lot of people run away because they don't want to get shot like there's some sort of conf compounding variable there to the yeah to the free will um so well, so okay, yeah. so going to the serial killer serial killer thing right. is in a in a scenario whereby you don't have a a direct influencing factor such as someone's going to shoot you if you don't behave this way or you're going to get punished if you don't behave this way i don't think that you could ever extrapolate behavior and 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 the the ser anyway going to the serial killer point the reason why I bring this up is because the serial killer statement is um, kind of very very interesting to me in my life because there was a scenario whereby I was a what I would have been eight okay eight and guys I did not murder okay. a bunch of people right. I will say that from the start right. um, he was a minor so he um, got away with it but <laughs> but I was a a child whereby I was. Um, I had a bunch of events that did not put a favorable light on me. Um, now, in my belief, I think that it was a lot of me being in the wrong place at the wrong time type of scenarios. Um, but let's just make this more interesting and more vague and more mysterious by just saying that growing up until I was about eight, there would be a lot of scenarios whereby if I was in the same room as someone, those people were more likely to get hurt. <laughs> it's a very fun, vague way to say that. Um, <laughs> um, but it, it, I, it, it was just wrong place, wrong time type thing. So they were in the wrong place at the wrong time? I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Ah, okay. Which, which it, it, I just, like, it was completely happen, happenstance that I was there or, okay, I'll give one example to make this less creepy. Um, so like for, for example, um, 
we were playing, we were playing, we were, let's, I'll give two examples. One, we're playing dodgeball. And we're playing dodgeball with uh, basically those rubber kickballs because, you know, back in the day, people didn't, aren't, schools aren't required to actually give you dodgeball grade dodgeballs and you could use rubber kickballs, which are hurt, which hurt <laughs> if you actually get hit with them. Um, um, and I mean, they didn't really hurt too much, but what ended up happening was in a dodgeball game during recess, I threw a ball at someone that someone had their, um, tried to dodge the ball, except they left their hand up and their hand was against a, a brick or cement type wall. It was like fake brick wall or something. So basically you had ball smashing their hand, <laughs> yeah. which smashing the brick wall. Right. Nice. That person happened to then, and I'm not entirely sure how, because I was a very, very weak, chubby kid um, who had not a single ounce of muscle in his body, somehow shattered all their fingernails. What? Playing dot. I, I, I'm not entirely sure, but basically this, this, this uh, young female's hand was like all nails just shattered and bloody. Like just bad angle. Like half of the like half of their nail just gone. Some you know, nail bands just completely gone. I'm like, I was just playing dodgeball. Like, how do you describe like yeah. I didn't I was literally just playing dodgeball. I'm a kid, I'm innocent. How could I even be that skilled to throw a ball with a moving target, knowing that I'm gonna hit the hand to shatter their hand? But you didn't. So you like you didn't choose to break your nails. I didn't. It's but just you, you choose you to have, throw a ball. You, you, scenarios like that over and over and over again for example another scenario i was uh and i'll give two examples and hopefully this will paint the picture of my childhood um in school um i was holding a a i'm a person who really as a kid and still probably today i'm a person who really likes bouncy balls or balls uh, <laughs> I like balls okay <laughs> don't judge me um and and so Generally, when I and I just want to be left alone, like give me my ball, I'll be, just leave me alone. I I, <laughs> I don't bounce. It I don't hours. need other people to entertain me. I'm fine just throwing a ball against the wall and catching it. And so in this um, in this gym class, uh, I basically uh, I found a. We were on the stage for some reason. I think we were rehearsing for a Christmas play. Um, and there was a ball on the stage and I was just like, Oh, sweet ball. Like class isn't doing anything. I don't know where the heck the teacher is. I'm just going to sit there and bounce this <laughs> ball up and down. Um, and you know, all the other kids are getting restless and I had, um, uh, two or three people who happened to be like the jocks of the class. I wouldn't consider them the bullies cause I, I don't think I had bullies in my school, but they were definitely, um, sports people and generally, um, very not really comfort. Oh, they're just sports people. They're like, just give me the ball. I'm like, I don't want to give you the ball. It's my ball. <laughs> like, I got here first. And I was a very um, logical kid where I'm thinking, well, I got the ball first. It's my ball. And then this got to the point of them being like, no, give us the ball. We want to play with the ball. But no, I don't want the ball. Okay. And this got to a situation whereby I couldn't even play with my ball and enjoy it. <laughs> So, because they just kept interrupting or trying to knock the ball out of my hand, I'm like, gosh, I just want to bounce that ball on the floor. So, so they end up at one point, one, one, one of the, the, the people end up, ends up grabbing the ball. So now we're just both holding the ball. And I'm like, now none of us, none of us can have fun with this ball. 
So what is my immediate reaction? Well, logically, if none of us kind of, if none of us, to me, I took the, 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 alt, like the ulterior high road maneuver whereby um, if none of us can have fun with this ball in this scenario, well, I just don't care about the ball anymore. Because if I can't have fun, why am I holding it? It's a waste of my time. Um, very logical decision, in my opinion. Yeah. What I didn't account for, and what I think the other person didn't account for, was that I would make a logical decision and say, I don't care about the ball. I don't care. Because this kid is holding the ball. And by holding, the, and holding it and trying to take it from me, I let go of the ball. <laughs> Behind him is a nine foot stage. Mm. Drop off. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Oh, yeah. But I let go of the ball. He falls backwards. Oh. Like uh, DDT pikes himself head first right into the, <laughs> the thing. Um, basically at that point you have a kid who's blacked out with a giant like goose egg and then I don't know I can't remember what happened after that because I got kicked to the principal's office I don't know if an ambulance came or whatever oh man but you tell that again you're, you're a kid who's in the wrong place at the wrong time constantly and people don't listen to you and, and they're going to be like well clearly you're the the variable that's always there you're you have to be the reasoning for this these bad things happen I'm like bro I just let go of a ball <laughs> that's all I did and you fell off and he fell off the stage now you're just a violent kid which led to right. um, at some point in uh, my childhood that the the school district or school board um, and then and then at this point it's like uh, apparently my, my my mother without telling me was like I'm thinking of breaking up with um, my dad so my parents are uh, splitting up. So now they're like, okay, now we have a violent kid with their parents splitting up. <laughs> clearly, broken the, family. clearly this right. kid doesn't like it. Broken family. School district buys me a counselor. I, I mean, they're, they're money, but apparently I didn't know schools could do that, but they would bring a counselor in every Friday. And hmm. I think I was talking about this actually at one point. Um, and then I'd have like art class and I, they'd take me out of art class and I'd have to go and oh. um, go to this counselor. And, 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 and then what I learned um, after this, a uh, couple of years later, was that the 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 principal basically was going around telling my parents and other administrative people, like the school board, being like, "This kid is the next mass shooter," <laughs> because he was in there. And for me, I was like, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. But legitimately, next mass shooter, no one can control him hurts everyone doesn't care that he hurts people doesn't see anything wrong with his actions um and if he and and and, and so and, and so if we can get him through school and he doesn't manage to shoot up a school 100 percent, like 100 percent, this kid is going to be the like going on the streets doing drugs and not living in a house wow. so that was my story about how I was accused of being a serial killer when I was eight. So a few wow. choices of like, you chose the right thing, ended up screwing you over. So you exercising free will ended up biting you in the ass because in, yeah, how did that's yeah. Sucks. So, so in, in, in a way, like, I, I don't think you could like that. And that's kind of a good example whereby like, you know, a lot of psychologists and 
you know, all the people who the school paid for me to see you and, 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 and the principal was all like, yes, this kid's going to have all this, this, this bad upbringing. Yeah. But I don't think you can predict that behavior. Sure. Because, uh, well, uh, and I'm like, and, you know, an N of one. Well, but like, and, and like, yes, there, there, there are scenarios whereby there are things that can lead to a certain path. But I, 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 I don't think you can predict behavior 100%, clearly. I mean, I totally agree that we can't right now. But are you saying that it's, it'll, it'll be impossible, you know, given, you know, 5,000 years of, like, fully funded psychology and biology or whatever? The only... Um, the come ol- up with a good model that can predict. The only way that I... 5% accuracy. The only way I can see you get that much accuracy is if you somehow figure out... Um, brain imaging to the point of you can you can image a brain in a way whereby you can fully decipher neurotransmitter and electron uh synaptic messaging but even then i don't think you can extrapolate too far into the future like you might know nanoseconds before like so 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 maybe maybe like like so the only like the only scenario where i could think that you could extrapolate with some sort of deep learning thing to a point where you could fully predict someone's behavior is you would have to essentially have a some some sort of imaging system that was like a wi-fi network that could legitimately image everyone's brain and everyone's neurotransmitters right. electrical chemical signal on the fly no matter where they are at any point in time and the second you see that i want to murder someone um scenario you could intervene but like that's like right. the only well, scenario so i mean what's stopping us from getting there isn't it just ignorance and resources like it's it's, it's not like there's nothing inherently impossible about that right well well i i i think i think the i think the the, the weird thing i have is there's nothing inherently possible because yes ignorant resources like time data set you could map it out now where where i where i where i i i think it would be impossible is 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 the time scale because to me predictive behavior you need some you, you, to, to because because this free will concept and is essentially predictive behavior can you predict someone's behavior mm-hmm. and which which gives you a a time scale and so if you're if you're like if you can detect free will how far in advance can you detect free will because because detect if you can detect someone's behavior f- five seconds before they do it i would almost argue that that's not really free will that's them formulating the thought before their brain can consciously realize and they're formulating the thought and can act on it. That's just because the electrical signals are okay. too slow. And what if you create some technology that predicts 10 seconds and then 20 seconds and then a minute? I think, I think, I, 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 think there, I, I think there's going to be a, a, a point based on um, sig- like, like signaling uh, time whereby you can't go any further so you so, mean so, that by yeah. com- yeah, explosion agree. like I just think it's so complex that you can't predict it yeah well i mean then we'll just well innovate like, computation like 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 in in could you predict someone's behavior a year from now the 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 yeah the 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 the, the amount of decisions you'd basically have to you'd have like infinity factorial yeah yeah. It wouldn't be infinity, though. I think it would be. No, it's you know, a year from now. There's a finite set of events. 
um, decisions at whatever resolution you uh, th that you want to consider it. And it would be an extraordinarily large number, but it's going to be finite. So if you have a computer that can compute all that. But to do, but like, then you're good. Like, an extraordinarily large number to the point that I, I can never see it be possible because you don't have to because the yeah, computer's doing it there's like quantum computing or some like insane even innovation even quantum computing now time crystal it. computing so we'd have to be like you know five thousand years can we can we get a computer fast enough i still want to say no because the well, amount well, of, i mean like here's here's why and i actually have a, a decent reason why i don't think that this is mechanically possible and it's it has to do with the heisenberg uncertainty principle so it's that <laughs> And I, it, okay, it sounds crazy, right? Yeah, it sounds amazing. Um, but you have, uh, what, what this, where this came from was that we were, we, we started dealing with a physical problem that progressively became smaller and smaller. And it, and so physicists were just trying to figure out how motion and force and gravity were working. But I think that this really holds a lot of, of weight in, in whether or not we'll ever be able to compute decisions because what, what is it? Because the Heisenberg uncertainty principle posits that you, you can only know one out of the two characteristics of an electron or of a subatomic particle because they're so small. The sheer act of observance changes that thing's spin or rotation or where it is. So, so the data sets that you would have to get to be able to have that amount of um, clarity that amount of definition within your uh, prediction would be constrained by subatomic particles because you're only right. able to, well, because how are you going to be able to predict all of these things when the, you can already predict um, atomic motion in like but, in okay. molecules so in chemistry. How do you, so like, how do you, we only need chemistry so, so in, in terms of how you uh, increase like the definition of, um, like these predictions as as you increase the amount of choices and increase the amount of observances that you make you're you're changing what's going to end up happening because that the act of putting these emissions through a person's brain to image them is going to influence their neurochemistry in a way that it's now changed from what you would have otherwise seen and whether that be very slight and, and small, it's still influencing it. The sheer act of observing it with these MRI or whatever is physically going to be changing your neurochemistry so that you're no longer going to be predetermined oh, to, okay. do, to do whatever it was if you hadn't had that MRI. So we're not going to be like the, the act of testing an individual to see exactly. what they might be predisposed, yeah. predisposed to what could change it's going but, to start in influencing that and but, so but why like why couldn't we um just have like a really precise way to check how we're um affecting an individual like, like if we're if we're testing for certain things yeah and we change certain things why wouldn't we be able to know or accidentally change things through through testing because of the heisenberg uncertainty principle because but we're not we, dealing with subatomic stuff Essentially, we are. Everything, when it so boils down to it, is just subatomics, right? Are, are if we're, we just if we're looking at, at the chemistry of a brain, eventually you're going to have to break it down into the physics of the chemistry of the brain, and, and progressively you're going to break it down into a subatomic problem. Why? 
because don't we only care about neurotransmitters and like but eventually on some level i'm sure that they're influenced by these changes I, and I, I don't see how because like well, electron like, like charge and stuff like that like well okay super for example, deterministic. but for example at the, at your the, neurons your neurons work magnetically like essentially they they work off yeah. proton pumps and like yeah. the the voltage chain between two things so if we're looking how at does. like shooting uh molecules through something and it's going to hit those molecules to know that those molecules are there so that we can properly image it, that's going to influence how those molecules will react. And to, I know... To, this, to other molecules, and, but, and, okay, but that's this, not subatomic. Yes, it is. Like, once you get down to it, how an electron interacts with a proton is totally subatomic. Like, that's, that's getting down to it, and that's chemistry. That's the physics of how these interactions are happening. So I, I just don't think we'll ever get to having that level of definition to properly be able to like in a year you're going to kill somebody or something because there's there's so much that's going on that subatomically influences our brains every day that we just can't account for there's so much that and i know this sounds crazy but remember that this is on the scale of 5,000 years in the future so maybe we'll be able to get to a like a month you'll be determined well, but I, I, I just don't buy it that it's going to ever be something that we'll get to and be, yet yeah, when you're born, we know these are the steps in your life and what's going to happen. I don't think we have to worry about some atomic stuff. Like, okay. we know how electrons interact with so, protons. So but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> if, if, because if I take it away from a subatomic um, argument, um, I, I'm just going to make a statement because I don't quite know how to fit this in with making this making this segue very very well but if i take the idea that if you image something it's going to change i think you can do that on a on a, on a less subatomic scale you can do it on a macro scale whereby basically if you if someone if you have someone's life um and and you can break down everyone's life into path a or path b at any given scenario because basically you have you, you either do something or you don't do something sure. um, infinite times or however many sure a lot of times <laughs> two to the power of some large number um now if you if you do this a and b thing i can guarantee you that if if you'd said that person i'm going to observe whether you're going to do a or b their decision is now going to change based on you telling them that they're being observed whether they're going to do a or b right um so, for example, there is there there's a lot of times in my life where someone says, "I know you're going to do this," and then half the time I'm just like, "I'm not going to do that," just to spite you. You said <laughs> I'm going to do that. Um, and then if you and then if you if you do a similar thing whereby you don't necessarily tell them, but maybe they know, maybe they know there's this program and they and there could be a chance that someone's looking at their brainwaves. That's obviously going to influence their behavior. Can't that just be factored in? Now, but how can you factor it in if there's, if it's uncertain what that effect is going to be? Because you don't, you don't know how, I'm, you don't know if I'm going to respond to A or B and you, 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 you can well, make probabilities. Well, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. But, but I'm saying the, but really, the, really high probability. So, 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 he, so he, here, like, you know, the person's personality and here, so, you know, like, oh, well, that person's I'll, I'll get kind of spiteful. I'll, so <laughs> I'll jump into statistics in a second. Um, okay. So then if you have a, a, a scenario whereby they don't know. And the only way they don't know is if they're 
like the first for this to happen to because like if it was a it, so so say like there is some sort of like covert black ops neurotransmitter brainwave wi-fi network <laughs> after after some period of time people will know that this is happening and they'll and, they'll, and people will start wearing their tinfoil caps um so if you were the first one you know maybe your decision is an influence but then at some point your data would be corrupted by people who were influenced because they start recognizing this um now the 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 other thing is that when you start having so many decisions with even like you know two to the i don't know what's two to the power 64 is that a large number yes how large is that? Do you know how large that is? No, I, 64 is large. Is that over a billion? Yes, over a billion. Okay. Um, Pretty is sure. That, is that over a Google? I, uh, Isn't a Google like to the hundred? It's, it's a hundred. Ten to the decimal. It's a hundred. Ten to the hundred or something? Okay, well, I, I, I guess it wouldn't be that then. Okay, let's make it like make it two to the power of one hundred and twenty-eight. That's probably there. That, that's that's a huge number. Play. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Googleplex. Um, but so so even even if you had on all those scenarios, like you have that many decisions that you can make at any given point. Actually, let's just make the number less ridiculous. Like two to the two two to the like seven. Two to the honestly. Seven, two to the seven, sure. Okay. <laughs> two to the seven, Teo. Is that one in two hundred or something like that? What is two to the seven? Two to um, two, two to the six is sixty-four. Uh, so the other one, 128. Okay, so two to the eight, 256. Okay, um, sure. So you you have you have you have a at any given point you have one decision, and I could do 256 different things, like at any point. Mm -hmm. Now, if you get to that in a a a point zero, let's make it easy. Say you know one, in, you you get that you, you can you can decide what I'm going to do next with a one percent error just to make numbers easy. Sure, it could be magnitudes lower, but let's just say one percent error. Now, you have to predict my next decision. Same thing, I can do one in two fifty six decisions. Sure, you have a one percent error. Yeah, the error compounds. So yeah. that 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 one percent error is now going to become additive. Right. So, um, so it's now two percent with within within me making a hundred decisions you have zero idea what i'm doing about <laughs> so if you probability wise if there are so like like there there are so many more decisions than i can make than 256 different decisions in any given moment and then you want to extrapolate that over how many decisions or how many moments, what, what is a moment? I don't know, but how many moments I have in a year or in a month, you're, the amount of times that you have to compound that error, regardless of what it is, you'd have to, you, your, your, your first, like you'd have to have an error point of like 0.000000001% sure. on every single thing to even have a potential at getting me at any sort of within a five percent confidence interval, and that and even and even me saying that is pushing it, because I mean, what's wrong with that? Like, like okay, you just have to have like a really, really, really tiny error. 
10 to the negative Google, you know, <laughs> like, and, 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 and then the, 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 the thing that I have with that is if we, we go back to our, 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 our very first podcast where we discussed like infinity and mathematics, where I think it's given an infinite amount of time, you have to get to a point whereby you can, you know, everything because infinity is just that big of a number that you can never reach. So you can infinite amount of time, you can discover anything. Therefore you can reduce that error to a point where you can't get a predictive, a predictive scenario. Therefore given an infinite amount of time, no one has free will. Sure. Is that even a really irrelevant conclusion? Uh, yeah. I mean, if the, if the question is, do we have free will then yeah. That's that's pretty important. But, I mean, is, but, but, but at that but, point, is that is that free will or is that just predicting my behavior? Like is like I like at that. Well, point, what is free will? I mean, at, at that point, I don't think free will is predicting my behavior. I I don't think that free will is that important, honestly. Like whether or not we have it, I don't think that really matters. I think like, that on some level it must because like that awful well, study I tried I to talk about. Like I think that it having accountability for your choices. Like, like you're well, trying to say earlier, we identify and we, we build our identity based on our choices. And if you now detach that choice from the person, because now we don't have the ability to make that choice, you reduce that person to just identifying with whatever they're being kind of thrown at and sure. the ebb and flow of their life. Well, I mean, I, I absolutely think that we should be behaving as if we all have free will and certainly we have to because mm -hmm. of the limits of like our understanding of the mind and all this. Um, so like practically speaking, I, I see, I see no reason not to talk about free will and like have it be a coherent thing. Like I, Teo make these decisions and you make some decisions and what do we actually have it? I, I don't, I don't think so. There, there is another, there's another interesting thing whereby that, that I want to go back to with this infinity time thing is that I, I don't think that predicting behavior, now that I think about it, I don't think that predicting behavior is free will because at you can, while, while sure you could predict my behavior on a given point at any point, it, it, that's such a weird thing. Like at any point I can technically make any decision I want. Not only that, but you're acted upon by any amount of outward forces, which like you. So yes, my, my decision could be influenced by external factors, but there's nothing that's stopping me. And, 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 and sure you could be predictive. And you could predict what you're thinking too. You, you could predict, you, you could predict what I'm thinking. You could predict the scenario I'm in. Mm -hmm. You could predict all these things, but I still think that that in a way is free will because I don't think you're necessarily, I don't think you're necessarily saying or, or measuring my free will, what you're measuring in that scenario is that we know based on these external forces that this person is most likely being, is going to make this decision because it rationally makes the most sense to a human. Well, it rationally makes sense to that person in that moment. Yeah. That's and, all that matters. And, and I, but what if they make an irrational it, decision? It, it doesn't even have to be rational. Like, just like that if, makes sense to that person. But what if they just like do something that completely like it's off the wall? Like, but I, but even, but, I mean, but, but, but it'd be motivated by some sort of stimulus. You could find out what that stimulus is to that person and then they would just do it. But, but even still, it's like, 
so you can predict my behavior. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I, I don't think that just because you know what I'm going to do because you know me perfectly, I don't think that makes me not have free will. Because it's not like it, it, because because it, because, well, well, because it's not what like free it's, will mean it, it's, it's well it's not like it's not like you're telling me that I have to do this. You're you're just letting me live my life. Sure, but I know exactly what you're gonna do. And so yeah, but so I can that, predict, and so then your behaviors like I have I have I have a bomb strapped in my chest. I'm getting on an airplane. You probably know that I'm gonna blow the plane up, but. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have to go to such a, like you probably won't be flying for a while now but <laughs> but like but like you do that and you're like okay i know what you're going to do but to me but if you don't do it then i was wrong but and you, i don't have a good you, enough but, model but you know but yeah so so, so you know i'm going to do this you know i'm going to do something something ridiculous based on all the experiences i've had you have all you have the perfect input of data okay that doesn't it's I'm trying to I'm trying to wrap my head like like not that I'm trying to wrap my head around I'm trying to express that because for some reason there's something that's that, that I don't like it's not I, absolute see, I think sure. I think yeah I, I I don't like how those connect because I bring up things like the Heisenberg principle and and all of this shit because like I have literally racked my fucking brain trying to give myself free will and like I've had I I'm out of ideas so I'm hoping Teo <laughs> could have helped but he's just like no nope, we don't kind of well, happy that you're here <laughs> I mean wh wh why does it matter whether or not we have free will I like going I, with that route that who cares like we, we all behave as if it as if we do and it's crazy to behave otherwise but and it's not also it's also not useful and it's i think it is useful though in it, a way it's not useful to it, de it depends on what what scenario but i think like if, to, to, if to everyone, was, that everyone is on some track and you know what that track is i, I don't think that's a good Wait you, could, you can it, figure that track out yeah if you can figure that that's track pretty out. useful yeah th <laughs> that that is useful my, my point is right now we don't have good models for this yeah and so living and behaving as if so, you do then so, that's stupid. so this is the interesting thing though is that if we don't have free will then science like psychology will one day just know exactly what people are going to be doing based off of a brain scan or something like that right yeah which I think is terrifying. Future sure. people are going to have to live like that. Well, and I really, it, I don't know why, but I'm clinging to the belief that I have free will because I just feel like this conversation, these words I choose to say and, and whatever, I, I, I choose them, right? And sure. it's just a really mind-bending topic for me to try to contemplate that these are all predetermined. And it's just because of the media that I've heard over the years and the experiences that I've had, none of that really matters because like, it's just, this is what it's accumulated to is this that, podcast. That's an interesting point that just where, where you said, am I just going to have a scan and a psychologist will know what exactly I'm going to do for the rest of my life? Because that assumes that you're born with your whatever configuration of whatever you want to talk about, whether it's neurotransmitters or electrons at that specific point in time cause you to make all these decisions where, so that, so, so, so you're basically saying that when you were born, no information feeding or, or when you got scanned, no information from that scan point onward even matters. 
and I and and and, and that <laughs> <Cool>. is <laughs> that that is very like that is almost like I don't think li- like well that's well, that's it, essentially what we're saying right. right? Like we'd just do one solid, like just massive scan of the universe, and we'd be able to predict. We'd be going to go. Yeah, pretty but, much. But no, like I even think like you wouldn't even have to know the whole universe. You'd be able to scan an infant and then kind of get a baseline on sure. like how they would just their general thinking patterns, and you would know exactly how they would be and whether or not they're going to kill anyone. Like everything. Well, I mean, you probably have to get like the environment that they would occupy and yeah. the environment of anything else in its environment but <laughs> see and, that, and that's and that's the thing it's like i think the i like, like even 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 if i make like the most sci-fi sci-fi thing and, and again <laughs> as, as we talked about if you talk about infinities you have to say everything will happen you just have to you you can't make any other conclusion but if you say anything less than infinity the the only way that i can see it work is you basically have to have a constant stream of data input sure because I, because I don't even, I don't even think I subatomically, whatever, however much you want to break that down, the amount of decisions that I, that 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 you can make at any given moment, I almost want to say, is larger than the amount of places that a subatomic particle could be, and I say that not being a physicist. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Be- right. be- because that, because that number, like, like even even if I just did the one to the two or the two to the eight. And I did that a bunch of times over a year. That number is so large that, and that's not even the, the anywhere near enough resolution to actually get the amount of decisions I can make in a year. Um, so if you, if, you, if, you, if you increase that number to a number that made any sense, I think that number is almost infinity. That's so, why you need to get subatomic. But even if you go, but even if you go subatomic, like you're almost like there are more decisions to be made than positions of subatomic particles. Which is that? Now that's interesting to me, because if there's more place in a subatomic, there's, if there's more decisions to be made than the, than the amount of space a subatomic particle happens, you basically then at that point you can say that you you can't take a single scan and know every decision because you need you need a constant flow of information because of the environment is influencing where the subatomic particles go. So okay, so, so you scale have, down then. You just you just look at all the stuff in the solar system. You don't worry about all the Yeah, you just the other yeah, things. local group and then they do have like those little things. Man, I was watching some guy, he was looking at Buddhist monks as they would meditate and he had like a portable look just like headphones. Um and they would just put it on and he'd get their like beta waves and stuff like that when they'd enter their med- meditation state. Beta waves, a sense of pseudo intellectual fuck. Um and so he'd get these things. And so like the technology to do these like brain scans all the time is kind of there. So you could theoretically be getting all of this input of data constantly and, and you'd be able to get a baseline and then see. So like we can still, we, we can now get a continuous stream of data from someone. Yeah. Like even right now, like that's not hard to do. So it's just, just it's that. just not very, like it doesn't have high resolution. Yeah. It's just brain waves, which are like the lowest quality, like just, it's like a, yeah, I don't yeah, know. So you, will, you would basically need an output system that is brainwaves. But when I say brainwaves, you need every subatomic particle in every single position at every single point with a deep learning algorithm on top of that, that could. Again, pop- the subatomic particle stuff, I don't totally buy, but. Well, it will, it will even, okay. Every single, every yeah. single molecular position yep. that a neurotransmitter can be in the brain at any given point in time is sure. still a lot. Yep. Um, Cause it depends on how it falls down the Plinko machine that is an 
neuronal axon or dendro the the dendrite to neuronal synapse depending okay. how the plinko machines across the synapse that's a completely different decision okay in, in yeah theory. yeah that's that's kind of yeah why i'm like i think the subatomic matters you gotta you gotta think and about then, those little then, those little slight magnet magnetic perturbations which yeah, slightly but, will change things and then it's but, like butterfly but chemistry, effect but chemistry is like pretty deterministic isn't it like, like i don't like think we, so like we know how it is to a certain an, amount of it, yield and stuff like that it right? is to but, an extent but it's but it's usually in like a a a a system that's very easily defined sure when it's when it's like when you're basically like because because basically if, if if i take this brain synapse thing and I, and I and i make it into a real world example that is basically the equivalent of saying chemistry can determine at any given point where the neurotransmitters are falling given that the 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 place that's releasing the the, the neurotransmitters is the top of niagara falls and the place catching the neurotransmitters is on the bottom of niagara falls and chemistry can determine where every single water drop is going to fall under the most perfect precision anything can influence that a wind could blow and like a droplet could go somewhere else and that wind okay. could just be a, a a some sort of repulsion of another molecule that just happens to be there like a magnetic scan trying to figure out where all these water droplets are but but in, in terms of chemistry we, we, we do still... we, we we do know chemistry knows enough whereby they can say that these neurotransmitters are released from here they fall down to here they attach to this thing and this thing kind of does this cascade and, and creates these proteins and these proteins are associated with this like that's the amount of chemistry that's the, that that's all that chemistry really can do it can't it can't be it, it, it's not I mean, the point it's right, not the right point now. where it's like yeah but but at some point chemistry becomes physics like but not necessarily subatomic physics just like really complex like all like uncountably many particles i think i think given enough time chemistry becomes physics sure i I agree with that to to the point of subatomic okay well physics is all subatomic interactions what i i don't know how the because 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 all chemistry is is it's simple it's simplified physics in a way because it's it's this molecule binds to here because it can fit in here because you know if i really simplify it, just because the shape of this goes in there and it has the, the right amount of uh positive and negative charges in this very very specific position that can cause it to go to go to here yeah um why would you need to look deeper than that i mean you just have to look at the the charges and the and the atoms no, because to to see how they're going to f- actually react, you kind of need to know, right. like the spin of specific, an electron. Specific, and, and like stuff if you're looking, like if you're looking at the specific molecule, you'll need to know exactly what's happening in the specific uh, atoms. Yeah, like where, it, I see. If okay, this cool. one electron, this one specific electron, gets nudged out to a different orbital, and then like another okay. one got nudged in, you know, they like switched then that might influence how that molecule reacts. I just think that so, having a level of uncertainty introduced into your most basic level of yeah. just observation. Like electron clouds. Like exactly. Probability functions. It makes it very untenable for us to ever be able to realistically be able to just take a scan and be like, okay, I can predict all of this stuff because the sheer act of that scan and that resolution is going to influence all of this stuff, right? Because so, we can't predict precisely where electrons are in every molecule. Yeah, we can't predict its its, its spin and or position or something. It's, it's one position. or the other. It's position. 
Yeah. So, so I think that's, that's about as good of an argument as I can come up with as to why it might be that we do have free will. So can I, can I, can, <laughs> I, can, I, can, I, can I nullify this argument and go back to something Teo said and yeah. say, who gives a shit? <laughs> Like I just okay no 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 like like we I really just think this is an interesting it, question like it, it has yeah. it has really cool implications so I stop shitting on my topic <laughs> who gives a shit fuck yeah it's stupid who gives a shit <laughs> I was like yeah let's revisit this sometime soon because we might have reevaluated our positions now so as a shit <laughs> like so, I there's there's not a lot of significance in whether or not we have free will. But that is completely uh, determined by how much significance we impart on whether or not we have free will. I, okay, so <laughs> if, if I'm like, oh, um, my life is completely determined and I'm just the type that's like, I always wanted to go out and kill people and then I go and do that because now I think I don't have free will, that is just because I took that much i placed that much significance on whether or not i have free will so your guys whole contention that this free will argument isn't important is only so valid as an individual is willing to place significance on free will but see the, the, the i i kind of i i yes so 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 first thing if we go to this the the the, the summarizing the first part where I, I think that, you know, there, there is a possibility that we all have free will. Um, and, and, uh, there is, it, it is such a large magnitude of amount of data you need to do it. That's nearly impossible to get going on to this. I, 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 I do, I do like the idea because I, I think in my brain, I'm going, I, I think I'm, I can rationally start to finish, talk to someone and now say that. I think that we all have free will. Um, and because even, even with your point of being like, whether or not you think it, again, it's going back to tail's point where it's like, you, you just made a statement of, well, I think if I think I have free will, I'm going to do this. If I don't have free, like if I, if I think I have free will, I'm going to be more likely to take ownership over what I'm doing. If I think I don't have free will, I'm likely, likely just to go commit mass murder. Sure that in of itself it doesn't have anything to do with if you have free will or not because i can make this suggestion that by you deciding whether or not you think you have free will or not is free will which is why i think this is such an interesting discussion because that's a mind fuck of a question <laughs> which which that that that, that, that <laughs> is like that is a a a a a a a a a fun philosophical a fun um philosophical question i think it's a very fun question because in a way the 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 ambiguity of finding an answer or even creating a model around whether or not free will can exist from just a thought experiment the fact that that's so difficult to me personally undermines the 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 the, the undermines psychology as it is now because if you can't if you can't already if you can't even thought experiment that model correctly, how can you even study behavioral psychology? Oh, and then I, we should go and invent AI and model them after our fucking shitty understanding of how human brains work. Like, that's the thing that scares me, because AI is essentially God that we're just like, hey, come on, 
We'll, we'll invent you in our crazy design that we think is about right. So, I, so, I, so, and, and, and so, I think right now one of the difficulty, well, the difficult things is a lot of a lot of people like doing these huge thought experiments. They like, like these are fun questions. These are fun things to think about. But when I, to me, thinking about them, while it is fun, I like the idea that I can rationally be like, okay, this is fun. I haven't thought of a conclusion, but it's very scary when you have an entire field of people um, who, who, who think that not being able to thought experiment their fundamental idea of what they do, like the fact that they can't do that, that is, and, and then they're trying to make grand conclusions you can't imagine a behavioral psychologist ever concluding their work is very scary yeah can you elaborate i'm I'm, I'm a bit lost here so 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 in 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 to me um in in an in in ideal scenario every science has a defined outcome or a defined kind of idealistic goal an idea of point biology a sure. biology is how does life work the stu- biology is the study of life yeah um chemistry the study of chemicals <laughs> <laughs> um the, stu- the study of molecules basically okay. and, and how molecules work um physics which is funny because it's not the study of physics is it's not physicology mm-hmm. it's, it's which so 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 physics is how the universe works i think that's kind of the most one-to-one kind of statement i can make with that sure i think psychology statement um is how do people or how do things behave like from a from a behave like a behavioral standpoint things living things yeah like living things i i I don't want to say how people behave because um i think there, I mean, there I mean, are animal psychologists. There, there are animal psychologists, which I don't know what's between animal psychologist and ecologist, but you know, hey, because um, <laughs> sometimes e- ecologists do do like animal psychology, like migration. Yeah, I feel like it's probably a, a subfield of ecology. Um, so, so psychology under an ideal would know what the behavior of any living thing is going to be at any given point. Sure. That's an, now. Now, if I sit there and I think about it, that's very interesting. Because I can thought experiment the idea of how does life work. I can thought experiment the idea of how, how does a molecule work. I can thought experiment how, how the universe works. Like for some reason, I can grasp those concepts or I can extrapolate into, mm-hmm. I can kind of see how those puzzle pieces would fit together. Okay. If you're, I, for some reason, when you, when, to me, when you, when you say, I want to know how things can behave or do, basically do things have free will, essentially because that's kind of that's kind of how we framed it yeah sure to, to me to me behavior is kind of do you have free will or not in, in a sense um or to me they mean the kind of the same thing i shouldn't say kind of they mean the same thing to me can we predict all, all behavior yeah yeah um now the fact that you under any scenario i don't think anyone can perfectly thought experiment that like you can't you can't even wrap your head around how that could even conceivably work and sorry so, so you're basing this off of what we just did where yeah, we yeah. got down to like yeah. all the molecules in niagara falls yeah i think so so, 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 so but, but specifically down to the heisenberg uncertainty principle that we can't absolutely yeah. predict the yeah. position of everything <laughs> nice you last one on that one happy if if i go if i go that big no one can rationally make me think that they can. There's just so much data well, you need that it's basically impossible to get there. 
Okay, so, so you're basing this off of the just combinatorial explosion. There's so yeah. much data, yeah. and it's not based on the on like non-absolute knowledge of the yeah. position of electrons. Exactly. Well, so, so you really hate that one, hey? Well, I really think that you have a good point, Gunnar, with the Heisenberg uncertainty principle. I think that does um, inherently... Well, uh, in, 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 in a way, my, like the, the, the combinatoric like, extrapolation decisions or whatever that I do is kind of the same thing as electrons. You're just defining decisions as influenced by electrons and Heisenberg principles. Isn't I, that kind of the same thing? The, aren't they different? Because one, I mean, it, well, one is by definition, like there's error and, and there's like a lot of error. It's like, you yeah. know. Yeah. So, 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 to me, to me, to me, in a way, they're the like same thing. You can't thing. reduce the error. Well, point. yeah. So, so, but to me, Sorry. to me, in a way, they're the same thing. Just, just only because I think that Gunner's point was that you have this, like, he he explains the uncertainty through this Heisenberg principle that there has to be uncertainty. Yeah. Um, but if the electrons didn't matter, then that uncertainty wouldn't matter. Sure. So you have to make the assumption that the Heisenberg principles of that uncertainty being there requires that the decisions to be made require the position of an electron. Yeah. Therefore, if a decision is the requirement of the position of the electron, therefore any decision I make is based on the electron's position, which is based on the uncertainty of the position. And because you can't determine the, the position of the electron, yeah, you yeah. can't make decisions. So I, to, to, I agree, but, but the point is the Heisenberg uncertainty principle is the crux of it. Like that's the, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I just, yeah. I, Rather than the combinatorics. Yeah. And I just like, it's to me, it's to me, it's to me, it's simpler. Like it's, it's sure. Um, only well, because if you, if you, if like to me only it's and the reason why it is, is because if you assume, if you assume that uncertainty and then you ex, like you have a fixed uncertainty and then you put that probability through every yep. decision that extrapolates the probability to make you understand why you can't do the behavior. Like it's kind of, to me, both. You can't just have one. I mean, yes, yes, sure. Yeah. yeah I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but if, if we figure out physics better, that's yeah. a sentence. Um, and we get rid of Heisenberg's uncertainty principle. It's just, we you know, we supersede it. Um, and we can predict the position of electron as well as the other stuff that we would need about electron, then this whole thing goes away. And we can thought experiment our way to the no. ideal in psychology. Okay. Um, if you thought my Dan Dennett explanation was botched, uh, do you know about string theory and how there's like 11 dimensions, 10? 10 dimensions we're going into string theory <laughs> None well, of us. okay this okay. is such a right. crazy like question that i think it kind of does warrant that because like fourth okay so we exist in the fourth dimension where we have three spatial Space dimensions and then there's uh time and so if you were to look from the if you were to be in the fifth dimension we would look like a big worm kind of going through time as we move through space and yes. time so then if you were to go up another dimension, you'd kind of see that one down um, and it would look like a bunch of worms with with all of these other worms. And aren't they each, connected? Like, yeah, they're, they're connected and they and they <laughs> and they come off from one another at each decision point or, or interaction, chemical interaction or whatever. And so all of these little worms then go off into these other directions. Beautiful. 
So Can't then if you go up to the seventh there. dimension, <laughs> now uh, you're looking at, I think it's the universe now. And so now because you, in the sixth dimension, you're essentially looking at all possible uh, interactions throughout time through all molecules. So essentially the universe, right? And so then when you're in the seventh dimension, uh, you get a, an idea of what the universe looks like. And, and then the eighth dimension, it's like it splits off into the all possible universes with each of the essentially gauges change. So like in one, gravity will have a slightly different cofactor or light will have a different speed, something like that, where all of the actual physics are changing. And then like once you get up into the tenth, then finally it's all of these uh all possible infinities what are the what are the axes here because okay, so oh, space and then time i so have four no idea it's so, like space time time and then time i don't know i don't know like i don't want to get into the details because okay. once i do i will botch it but uh for string theory to work i think there's 10 dimensions that are required and so if uh, okay if if <laughs> You're looking at a, a human being from the fifth dimension. Like I said, we're just this big undulating worm with all of these little extremities popping off where um, we've, we've like made decisions or whatever. That kind of, you can, you can look at yourself as being a worm or, or being a segment in this worm that is a little bit closer to the... Uh, zero point of time right so you're a little bit closer to the beginning of the universe whereas as you go out more branches are made as as time progresses more branches are made right so then when you go <laughs> sorry my brain is exploding right now <laughs> so so okay so you have these these branches each one of these branches is 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 like something happening a choice right an interaction mm -hmm. and so if you if you go back in that time that's where you would be before that choice is presented to you right and because you live on that because you live on the plane of of time and you progress through time you still have the option and the ability to choose any of those infinite choices and any of those infinite choices are bound to happen to you because they are all still an option because you exist in a, a essentially determined line that always has a billion infinity branches going off of it into every single step and second. Does that make any sense? Do you think people who listen to that will be like, yeah, that makes sense? Well, so I mean, I, th I think I think that's all well and good for for worms, but for people, I don't see how, I, how okay. people. Have okay, go. so so I think I think a lot of people think about it as if we're we're just like in a rope, right? And um, you just kind of exist on that one within that one line and you can't necessarily break over into like the other cords of that rope or the other cables within that rope but me different timelines exactly the different timelines okay. but but uh, they're only separated from the moment of time that you actually get there so up until the moment that you're supposed right. to make a choice or this interaction is going to happen those aren't actually separate cords in a rope but 
small forks in each rope cord. And that's what the future is? Like the and future so, is just like a bunch so of... Essentially, yeah. what we have access to in our dimension is the ability to uh see kind of stepwise through this and experience these forks as choices or interactions or okay. whatever okay now, that, now, now this is starting to make a bit okay, of sense to okay. me <laughs> i'm hyped right now so does that kind of uh, how we we okay without the heisenberg uncertainty principle we can see the spin position right we still will have free will Okay, no, I, I missed everything, <laughs> bef bef like the worm talk and the chem chemical webs or something. Because it's, it's like the I said, that's, 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 any string, axes. that's string theory and I do not know it. All right. But what is important okay. is that we live in the fourth dimension. The fifth dimension is essentially infinity for us, for choices, because we live in like you can do whatever you want because you live in this very thin slice and all of these little forks are always available to you. So what it basically sounds like is, so, so, so this is, this is how I hear this, um, is that the, 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 the splitting is basically my choice branch. Yes. And, and that's basically what it is. It's, it's at any point I have a choice that's going to branch. And then you just have all those branching choices eventually gets you to that i think you're saying that's like the fifth dimension amount of choices i have yeah or sixth or something i think the sixth is where that's the accumulation of all of the which is I, a fun experiment <laughs> because what that made me think is because this is this is well firstly it made me think of my favorite anime steins gate but then secondly it made me think well in if if you think about it in that way whereby you have these branching paths. That means that at any point, um, like the other timeline still also exists in this. So it's like, yes, I made the choice to say this next word that I'm going to say, therefore now I'm on this branch of path, but then there is another dimension whereby I said something slightly different. I changed my inflection and that actually still exists. I just cannot see that that dimension happened, which is fun because then your model of your infinite possibilities to model your behavior is technically only modeling one path of your decision making, which is a fun thing to think about. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, 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 so really it's wrong and correct. It has to be infinitely wrong and infinitely correct at the same time because it corrected you for that one <laughs> branch yeah. choice that you made. But yeah. if the other, if your other branches still exist, then it didn't, it didn't realize that those branches existed too. So like it, it doesn't work when you think of it that way or it works perfectly or there's the or there's the decision tree whereby it worked in one dimension and didn't work in the other dimension. Yeah. So yeah, there's many late like so if we think of it that of way, free will does exist because 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 at the same time that I have in, a, 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 a and, and I think and I think this is actually back to why something wasn't sitting me with with me very well, because there was some sort of way that I couldn't like it didn't make as you think I remember, I was kind of like saying, I don't like this. I don't know why I don't like it, but now I like this because what it basically says is that. How convenient. Is, it, it, well, no, what, what, because it, fit, it fits kind of my decision model. And, and what it, what, to me, what it tells me is that, yes, if you, it, it, it could, this, this perfect system could predict what I did perfectly, but there's the other dimension where it didn't predict what I did. 
But there's another dimension where I did something different and it predicted it. And there's another dimension where I did something different and it didn't predict it. So it, the reason why I like it is because there is, while there is also a lot of decisions that I could make and a lot of endpoints to my tree of dimensions, at the same time, that machine has an equal amount of decisions it has to make that it can be correct and incorrect in every single dimension that I'm in. So therefore, while it could predict my behavior 100% in one dimension, it could in another dimension, which then means that there is free will because it, 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 it's kind of like a flip of a coin whether or not it can predict or not predict what I'm doing. I mean, isn't the only thing that matters that you build the machine in your dimension and it works in your dimension all the time? Yeah, does, it, uh, does it though? Because because yeah. because so that means it works. Well, okay. well, because then we have two different types of free will. We have free will in this universe, <laughs> in this dimension, and then we have free will across all dimensions. Yeah, don't 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 start mixing up universe and dimension. That's just going to start making people angry. Well, I, I'm actually quite miffed about the the, the use of dimension and in, 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 this, in this sort of context. People just throw it around like, well, what are the axes? <laughs> but anyways, I'm not gonna. Yeah, the axe is infinity. Oh, great. Thanks. That helps. <laughs> actually, like I would, I would really encourage you to go and actually listen to a, a string theorist because I listened to one. And I was like, okay, this makes sense to me. This is cool. But usually, that's either a sign that I know something really well or don't know anything about it. It just sounds really it sounds good. so <laughs> convincing. But yeah, so so like it seems like that we have now two different types of free will here. We mm -hmm. have the free will that we experience in our universe dimension, mm -hmm. and then we have the free will of uh, invariant of universe so the question is does free will like because which one do we care about well the, th the thing is are <laughs> why do you have to separate them because in a way you you make the assumption that there is two free wills and that free will cannot cross dimensions why 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 does why does free will <laughs> well, by definition they 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 have to be isolated well, in each dimension well like do they have to like because because isn't like isn't like the idea of dimensions or like string theory and stuff like that is that things can cross dimensions i have no like, idea like, I don't like, know like, like, like time like time yes we have time we have this linear dimension of time but if you think of if you but there's a bunch of like you know sci-fi things or string theorists or whatever that talk about time is not a linear thing that we personally experience but as a branching path that can break off at any point and you have multiple universes existing or dimensions or whatever of that same thing. And again, I wish I knew terminology better, but when you have this branching pattern, then time is no longer a linear thing. It's a, it's a like a branching axis. I know that's going to bug you as a, it bugs me as like a thinking of graphs. and like, how can you have a branching axis? Is that even possible? I mean, is branching point, does that not work? I don't know. I'm just trying to think of graphs and I'm just like, how does this graph look? <laughs> but, um, but, but like you, you have these, you, you, you have these branches. And if you consider those branches, different dimensions, because we yeah. can't see the other dimension of that branch. Why can't, <laughs> but, then, then that means that time has, can cross dimensions and possibly other things cross dimensions. And why can't free will cross dimensions? I, I think, I think, Time it's is a dimension. W w yes. But now we're using dimension in a different way. I'm so confused yeah. now. <laughs> but like, so, so at each branch point or axis, um, a new dimension gets created, right? Is that what we're doing? Okay. A new tangent. It's 
better word than dimension. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Sure. A new tangent dimension gets created. Um, and it has its own free will thing. <laughs> right? And so... so, so machine? It, it, free will machine? Yeah. It's got a free will machine in the tangent <laughs> dimension. And... Um, uh, but... So... Is, is it not the case that at each branch axis, the, the, the free will um, just gets copied except for that one decision? It, it, doesn't, have to, it doesn't have to get, it, it, it gets copied, yeah. but also not copied because, because, because it, can, it can break there and then go back to the same line. Sure. Or it can break there and go to a completely different thing line where I'm now a drug dealer pimp. But if it goes back to the same line, then it would have to be equivalent to... It's not a It can though. never go back. It, as soon as these break, they can okay. never go back. Yeah, they, they, okay. like 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 it can go parallel, but it'll never go back. Okay, sure. Um, yeah. and and now 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 here's now here's the other mind fuck that I just thought of, whereby if if like if free will can cross dimensions, but the issue then is that then you are making a scenario whereby every outcome has has every outcome has to happen. Every outcome exists. Like to to believe in string theory, to believe in any sort of branching path, every outcome has to exist. Therefore, by every outcoming existing, your life is predetermined because everything has happened. Therefore, in that instance, you don't have free will. But I think well, that you can also say that you can never you can never measure that. What, what do you, what do you well, you're saying that uh, everything in your life is predetermined? But what do you mean by your life? Like well, you, well, you only well, experience one. You, you one ex thing. I experience one, one sequence of events. Like, 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 it, it, so it's a, it's 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 a thing it's of like, like I I experience one, and and so I fall down the my my plinko branching chain machine in this specific fashion. But at at every single time I hit one of those pegs in my plinko machine, it there is now two of me that exist, and that happens around. So eventually, yes. I land into every single endpoint. Well, okay, but I but, might not be conscious of it, but. The original, the original me, if you go back to the first point that I existed, then I've made every decision and like I exist everywhere, even though I don't consciously know that I'm in every dimension. Okay. So, so you're saying that, um, a, a, an individual is many, many bodies in many dimensions. Well, I, I think, yeah. I think if you, I think if you use the, the, the like this branching path in a way, you can totally what I think. <laughs> in, in a way if you're, if you're using the branching path argument you, you kind of have to do that if you want to imagine yourself as being in the sixth dimension you are <laughs> essentially a tree that is like or just the top. i thought you were warm <laughs> <laughs> i thought we were worms well interlocking and uh, chemistry i'm just mixing analogies uh you're, you're a tree and Got so like you dimension. you start off and then you start tangent and then a tangent and other branches and branches and branches and grow off. And I think like if you were to look at, if you were like a seventh dimensional being or something and look down at that, you would see something like. You see weird shit in the branching axis. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> this is way above my head. Keep in mind. But I think you would see essentially something that, that branches at, at these, at these intervals of interaction, whether those be decisions or just chance occurrences i think that those types of interactions are what spawn tangent universes to what your own chronology is it's a very weird 
And if that's not the most tinfoil hat conversation I've ever had. <laughs> hey, it is totally, I will own up to that 100%. This is my conspiracy theory on how we have free will because like it, it doesn't make sense and I'm pretty sure the government's wait, so, hiding it from wait, us. Wait, so are you, are you saying that we have free will? Yeah, we, we have free will. Even even with these branch, okay, so yep. even with these branching paths, we have free will. Yeah, well, Why? in the moment, because we exist within the fourth dimension, so we, 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 every tick of the second, whatever your time scale is, that's your axis, right? And we only have access to one slice of that. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you're, if, if you're, uh, approached with a decision you're before that branch in the access you have access to either of those options in that branch so i think that that doesn't pre that doesn't make it so you don't have free will so regardless of even if the other branch does happen i have free will yep because in a way i i personally as in this dimension of slice i chose this path not the other path but someone did chose the other path because I exist in the other path. Isn't that a different person? It depends what dimension you're in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean if, you, if you make a different decision, and that, you know, that alters that individual's experience. Yeah, okay. And so, so then that's I a different think, person. I think, yeah, I think our, mm. our choices mm. and our will is what mm. makes a person. Like, I'm, I'm a huge proponent that uh, your, your actions are the sum of who you are as a person. Hmm. So so sense. I think that yeah it's it's essentially a different person. I'm fair with that because yeah. I because because if I was, you know, the person who became a pimp pimp drug dealer, I wouldn't really know how to I wouldn't even recognize that person. <laughs> That's me. But see this is <laughs> see this is where it gets really like kind of hippy dippy yeah. is because at every single second, every moment of your existence you are spawning in infinite amount of people of your own branch. And I don't like that it seems pretty crazy. Is that a countable infinity or an incountable infinity? Uncountable. It's okay. got to be. <laughs> is it got to be uncountable? Oh, yeah, be, well, because, we, because don't have, it, we don't have a discrete interval of time but it's, this happens. That's is, why. Is this, not, is this not infinity to the power of infinity? Because well, at each infinity you well, make... Yeah, I, th I, th I think it is. I, I, th <laughs> I think it would be because cause we don't have a discrete interval of time that we're... Wait, holy shit. We actually just found a way that infinity, the power of infinity actually exists. I am so happy right now. And it's through free will and string we, theory and many, many dimensions. I think of we've been trying to, I think we've been spending 11 episodes to try to get Teo to tell us that infinity the power of infinity exists. So we just did it. There it is. It's a thing. Proof. Gunner wins. <laughs> Proved. <laughs> Podcast over. That was a fun one. Yeah. You want to, you want to log us out? Do I want to take us home? Do I want to take? Do I remember how to take us home? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I know how to remember. Patreon, how to, I don't remember how to uh, if I remember how to do it in this timeline. Uh, Patreon. Patreon plug if, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so so if you if you if you <laughs> if you uh, like uh, this podcast in this dimension that you have to be listening to it in, uh, you can support us in multiple ways. You can do it the good old-fashioned uh, non-internet way. I mean, technically need the internet. I mean, you could snail, snail mail us some cash. We're okay with that. Um, but if you want to do it um, the, 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 the new hip way on the block, you can uh, go and uh, for the low price of just the price of a uh, McDonald's coffee per month, you can uh, help us out by going to patreon.com slash infinitemonkeys whereby all your money will go towards um, us developing this podcast and doing fun new cool things such as maybe a science uh, blog and maybe even bringing on 
um, some scientists that we know in the community um, and talk about their crazy ideas. Um, the, I guess the ideal goal after listening to this episode is bring on a string theorist that we can just listen <laughs> talk into our ears forever. Um, and remember that uh, this podcast is not fact-checked and we are not string theorists, so do not take anything we say as the truth and please go and find the truth yourself by looking at re reputable uh, sources. Not Dan Dennett. Not, not, not Dan Dennett. I'm going to, I'm going to link that, that thing that YouTube into the description, because I'm pretty sure like, I, I don't want to just shit on that guy. Cause no. I have a lot of respect <laughs> <Okay>. for him. <laughs> so, so, so if Gunner links the YouTube link in the description, that means that the actual source information is not reputable. If you kind of links the actual source, yeah, okay, <laughs> yes. study is. <laughs> that that means yes. that you found it and that it exists. Um, uh, having said all that, before we end up going, uh, I just want to ask: Has anyone seen anything interesting or want to plug anything for the day, for the week? Anything at all? We can't plug Dan Dennett or whatever his name is mm -hmm. because yeah. at this point we don't know how reputable he is. Well, I mean, I could plug a fun cartoon. TV show that's on Netflix. Ooh, I like fun cartoons. It's super fun. It's called Final Space. It's like sh short episodes. There's 10 of them. It's this big grand adventure saving, saving Earth and the universe at the same time. It's, yeah, it's just is it, is, a lot of fun. Is it like family friendly? Mm, family, uh, not really. Like family guy friendly? There's some, there's some violence. Okay. It's it's kind of gory, but it's like really fun loving at the same time. Fun loving violence. Yeah. Happy tree friends. So but, but so so it's violent but not like raunchy. No, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So so it's family friendly. It's 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 modern family friendly because you have kids playing GTA. It's like GTA right. really, but a cartoon. Yeah. Is what I'm getting from this. In space. <laughs> Saving yeah. the planet. The, <laughs> there are decapitations. Cartoon that's, decapitations. Oh, we, that's, I can handle that. Children see decapitations by the time they're three, so that's fine. You can watch that shit on YouTube nowadays. Yeah, yeah. just go to uh, Logan, <laughs> Logan Paul's YouTube channel. Oh my god, that guy. Anyway, kind of plug. No, nothing that I can think of off the top of my head right now. Logan well, Paul's YouTube channel? Absolutely not. <laughs> the I, I I will say that uh, the, the two things that I want to plug today because I'm in such a weird mood as I would like to plug Teo and Gunner for being such wonderful hosts Aww. and uh, uh -huh. uh, uh, letting us uh, do this podcast and somehow making me think about free will for two hours. <laughs> and in, in a way that was very, very stimulating. Um, yeah, that's my sappy moment for the day. Anyway, Aww, this, is, this, this is the Infinite Monkeys. Uh, we are out and on episode 011. Peace out, guys. See you. Keep on making choices. Potato chips, I don't want no lunch, all I want is potato chips. Potato chips, how my mouth does potato chips, potato chips, crunch, crunch, I don't want no lunch, all I want is potato chips. Potato chips, how my mouth does potato chips, potato chips, crunch, crun